When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. From the After 9 Podcast Studios, this, this is the award-winning After 9 with Scott and Kat. Powered by Tony Johal, broker at Remax Twin City. Your home sold guaranteed or he'll buy it. It's National Pie Day. Easy as pie. Well, that's, uh, that's pie. Blueberry, blackberry. Blackberry, boysenberry. Boysenberry, huckleberry. Huckleberry, raspberry. Raspberry, strawberry. Strawberry, cranberry. It's American Pie. Cherry pie. Honey pie. Bye. I want a piece of that pie. Easy as pie. Warm apple pie. National Pie Day. Do you not like pie? Oh, yeah. I'm not enough to like celebrate it in a day. I think I only like only blueberry pie if I had to pick a pie. No cream pies? Like um, banana cream, coconut cream, okay. chocolate cream? Yeah. I do. do you qualify those as a pie? Like when I think of a traditional pie, I the suppose that's a pie. Of I know. course it's I don't a know. pie. I guess so, but I don't, I still don't go wild for it. You know, I don't go wild for it. I'm, I'm like a very much meh. I don't know. We will, uh, there's no good way to By say the way, cream what's pie. Yours? What's yours? It's a cream pie. <laughs> it's a cream, it is it's a cream, cream pie? pie. Coconut cream but, pie is my favorite. Yeah, I think that's my husband's favorite too, actually. He does like a coconut cream pie. Well, coming up, guys, and welcome to this episode of After 9. It is halfway through the week. We are into December now, the final month of the year. We're going to talk about everything that's happened in the last 24 hours because there was a pretty shocking and jarring news conference last night from the federal government. But before we do that, let's flip it around a little bit. I want to do a couple of stories to start things off. First off, let's start off with this woman who wanted her ex-boyfriend back, Kat. Mm-hmm. She posted this on TikTok. I think it was TikTok, maybe Instagram. And she recounted the story of how she recently got married. Except she didn't get married. She wanted to get her ex's attention and try and make him jealous. Maybe Mm. get him back in her life. Mm. So this girl hired a venue complete with stables and horses. What? She hired someone to play the part of her husband for the big day for the wedding. There was a photographer, a bouquet, everything. This woman did everything except actually get married. All to put on a show so she could post the pictures on social And try and get her ex back interested. (laughs) This has so many fucking holes in it. This story. Number one. Number one. Do you not think this comes off a little crazy? Do you not think that when you inevitably come clean that you're not married and never did get married? That he's going to be like, so you spent thousands of dollars to fake a wedding to try and get my attention. You don't think that's going to raise some red flags for him? That's a little batshit crazy. <laughs> it's che- you know what's real. You know what's a lot cheaper is just like sheer honesty. Yeah. Of like, hey, I kind of miss you. Well, how do you do that if you want your ex's attention? How do you get it without faking a wedding? <laughs> There's other ways. I, I know it's unbelievable. Go ahead, teach me something. What do you think, by the way, is an actor being hired on? Like, hey. um... So what do you do? You're a model, you're an actor, you found the person on what fucking Craigslist or something like you're going to pretend to be my husband and we're going to do some romantic, whatever, a photo shoot. It's all it's a couple hours. That's it. 
going to pretend to be my husband. Here's a, here's a hundred bucks. Like, what do you, what's the going rate for that too? I don't know. Do you have to tip them as well? Or? I don't know. I don't know how that works. It's weird. Renting a venue too. I mean, yeah, that's, I mean, this screams, you got problems yep. to me. You got problems, my dear. Also, yeah. I mean, again, there's something. She even she had her makeup listen, professionally done for this. She wouldn't be the first person that wanted to get back with an ex. I think we all know that this happens. This is uh, history repeats itself over and over again with this. We all have those people in, the, in our life that maybe think about their exes and what it could have been like, should have been like, would have been like, all that stuff. But I I don't know. Like maybe did a conversation not work? Is that why you, you felt the need to do this? Did you not just, I don't text them if there's uh, maybe they, maybe this guy hated her so much. He blocked her out of his life. Oh. So maybe she couldn't find a way and figured if I do this, I'll get his attention and he can find me. I'm not sure. The question is, did it work? Ah, he did watch the story. You can tell who watches your story on Instagram. (gasps) Okay. So she saw that he watched it. Okay. That was it. Nothing. Watching the story, (laughs) not commenting is the equivalent of leaving him on red. Yeah. Didn't say a word. And I think she was thinking he was going to have some big movie style Hollywood romantic moment. No, don't do it. We're meant to be together. Again, back to the holes in this plan. Did she honestly think that she could post pictures of her wedding Mm -hmm. and then her ex would come along and say, big mistake, you should have stayed with me. And she would leave her husband to get back together with him why would he want to be with a girl who would leave her husband the day after the wedding to get back with an ex that i mean that's assuming she went along with it but and the other the alternative is if that was happening if he's like no you should have been with me do you lie about it or do you just go oh good because straight up i hired that dude i just met him two hours ago he i found him on kijiji it's a this is a bullshit story then that may that does not make it worse. Like I feel like I'd be like, whoa, why couldn't why didn't you just DM me? You obviously have me on Instagram. Why didn't you just send me a DM? This is weird. Okay, but what is the honest approach? You said you should just have a conversation yeah. with some honesty. How does yeah. that go? How does that conversation sound in your head? Because I don't know how to do it. I've had exes uh, that that I really liked, and and they decided to end the relationship, and I was down about that. How could I then go and say, listen? Let's give this another chance. I mean, you just did it, right? Everybody, really, that's it? I don't Why? Why not start there? Well, it didn't fucking work. I'll tell oh, you that. Okay. Well, and I mean, <laughs> hey, it's not a guarantee. It's not a guarantee that it'll work. It's not a guarantee. So you, but at least you've got the honesty, like doing a big, a big fat line, a whole charade. Like, what is this? Where are we? This is an episode of Seinfeld. It's crazy. So I th- there's, a, there's, there's something good about honesty and just being like, or maybe make a grand gesture. Maybe, like I know in the movies, it works out well for everybody when the grand gesture is done. Maybe you show up at their, maybe it's creepy. Maybe they'll call the cops. I don't know. It all depends on the person and how the relationship ended. But if you guys ended on okay terms, maybe you do a grand, one last grand gesture of let's do this. Let's try. This is it. Kay. This is it. Before we go, in, before I go any further in any relationship I'm in, before you go any further with any relationship you're in, why don't we give this another shot? Is there a possibility to make it work? Why can't you just have that conversation? I don't understand. Let me run this scenario by you. What if you go to all the trouble? You have, you've got the venue with stables and horses for some reason. You've got the photographer. You've got the flowers. You've got this beautiful dress. She had coordinating jewelry, makeup professionally done. What if she sets all that up, does a little live broadcast, whether it's under TikTok or Instagram, tag him. This is set up right now. If you're here at 12, we get married. If you're not here, 
I'll assume Whoa, you're not interested. Oh, that is bold. I mean, you jumped right into the marriage thing. I mean, can you imagine? That's insane. Well, I, I'm not opposed to it, but fuck, I had lunch plans. Like, what do you want me to do? Yeah, that's intense. <laughs> yeah, a little more notice next time you want to get married. That, that, yeah, that'd be great. That's intense. By the way, if she did want to pull this, which she obviously did, why wouldn't she have started with an engagement and seen how he reacted to that? Like, why wouldn't she stage an engagement rather than a wedding? A wedding, it's like too little, too late. If that guy's a good... she's a fucking idiot. Yeah, she's obviously dumb as shit. But like, if that guy was a nice guy, which maybe he is, maybe he's actually like a good guy that wouldn't try to intrude in in a married relationship, right? There are those people who like, no matter what, that's... I'm not even entertaining that. But if she had said maybe, hey... By the way, she could have bought like a really cheap ring somewhere and this and the setup would have been way cheaper than what she staged. hundred percent. Buy a shitty ring that looks like it might be real and and post a photo like, oh, my God, I got engaged, guys. Ah. It would have been cheaper to go to ah. Vegas and just buy a package. Yeah. Oh, to God. This woman. And it makes you wonder what happened in that relationship. Like if this is the kind of thing that she does. Imagine being in a relationship with that kind of person. She seems pretty nuts. Coming up, we're going to talk to Sandra Ziskind, our legal consultant on After 9. She is from Diamond and Diamond Personal Injury Lawyers, and we have some legal questions to ask Sandra. That's going to be a fun segment. She's great. She's been on before. Love we love her. her. Love her. Um, if you give somebody a lottery ticket as a gift, yeah. do you truly, honestly, in your heart of hearts, hope that they become a millionaire? I do, because anyone who I give, I'm strategic. Do you want the truth? Yeah. I'm strategic in who I give lottery tickets to. Really? Yeah. I'll give it to someone who I feel would 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 definitely spread the, the wealth and, and be a good lottery winner and not be a prick about it. Huh. Yeah. That's why I only give I only give it to a few certain individuals. That's who I gift. And but, would those individuals all come with the asterisk on them? Like this is someone who's likely to give me some? Probably. Right. Or put it in the right places. I don't even care if it goes to me, but I'll know that they'll do good with it. Let's put it that way. I know that they'll do good with the money. A Massachusetts man found himself in hospital having a scheduled open heart surgery. Somebody sent him a get well card. They stuck a lottery ticket in it. Here Hmm. you go. Good luck with your surgery. Here's a lottery ticket. This guy won a million dollars. Oh my gosh. A million dollars with three scratch off lottery tickets. Uh, He won a $5,000 100 times cash word. Featured a pair of lucky signs, the word heart. Oh, I don't even care how he won it. I thought they were going to get in depth on this. Uh, he says the same friend gave him a lottery ticket as a birthday gift several years ago that earned him $1,000. What? The winner stopped by the lottery headquarters this past Friday and chose to accept his prize as a one-time lump sum payment of $650,000 before taxes. Okay. This guy made 651K off of that one buddy who keeps giving him lottery tickets as gifts. You keep that guy in your life, my friend. You, know, you don't let that guy but, go. But but here's, did he, did he give that guy some? You know, I it, would. You would. Karma. Even, it was a gift. You would I still give some? I don't care. Of course I would. I happen to get lucky. I, I will stand by that. If I buy a lottery ticket, even if I buy it from somewhere... Uh, that convenience store is going to get, I know, by the way, they do get a little cut from LLG, I, I believe, if, if it's a big win at their store. But I would probably go to that individual and be like, remember that time you sold me that ticket? You talked me into that ticket? Here's a little something for you. I believe in karma. I believe in that good karma will spread. I will definitely, if my friend, let's say, got me a lotto ticket, they're getting a chunk for sure. 
Huh. I think for me, it depends on who I give the ticket to. I would give a ticket to anybody because it's an easy gift. Ah, five bucks. Here you go. Here's a $5 gift for you. Mm -mm. See, if I gave it to someone like you or Dave, I would hope in my heart of hearts that this thing hits big and you win a $60 million jackpot and I would, nothing would make me happier than seeing you or Dave or any of my other friends with that kind of money. If I'm giving it to, I don't know, a coworker, low key, I don't want them winning 60 million fucking dollars. I picked the ticket. That's why you got to be strategic. Yeah. You got to join me in my strategy. It would kill me if I gave a coworker yeah. someone that I don't even like that See, much. I 60 would, million bucks. I would give you a lottery ticket, no problem. I know that you would get some back my way if you want it. No problem at all. There's a few people, a select few, who I know that would be good for. Otherwise, I'm with you. I'm not giving it to, I don't know, um, a neighbor's friend that I only, you know, an acquaintance. Let's put it that way. I don't give it to acquaintances. Right. Because you're not going to think of me on your list if you won. So I don't like it because then I feel like, like you said, I picked that one out. A uh, friend of mine kept a few of those, you know, those gift packages from OLG that you can buy at like gas stations and shit. Yeah. Bought like three of them and just kept them on standby in case somebody came over for the holidays with a gift for them that they could gift to the other person. Smart, by the way. I, I like doing those backup gifts. I feel like all of those packages have at least one winner in it. I feel like because there's like 10 different lottery tickets in it, all scratch off mm-hmm. usually. I feel like they're not going to sell you something that you're intended to give as a gift that's all losers. And it's what, 25, 30 bucks yeah. for the package? Something's going to win there. Guaranteed something in there is going to win at least five bucks. Yeah. Guaranteed. So that's a good gift, I think, if you want to do that. I think so too. Group chat. Stop adding me to group chat. <laughs> Everybody. Everybody, I don't want. How wanna, many group chats are you in? I get added to them for all the different sports stuff oh. I do and things like that. Ugh. I know. Don't it's you annoying. look at your phone sometimes and there's 42 or some 42 new messages and don't you just get exhausted? Because I'm in a, I only have friends groups really, and I do have work groups too, but they're not like there's not a ton of messages on it. But sometimes I look and I'm like, you guys talk to each other 52 times. Like I don't want to. So I usually just ask. I'm, I'm that person that's like, I'm not reading back on these guys. I just got to my phone. What's up? Mm-hmm. Like, tell me what, give me the, give me the notes. Give you, me know, the footnotes. you know what would make me feel better about group chat? And maybe if somebody at Apple is listening right now uh, or WhatsApp, you could figure this out. For a group chat, I am acutely aware that if I write a reply to a specific question or comment, not everybody needs to get a notification that Scott has replied. There should be an option. It should just ask you before mm-hmm. you send it. Is this for everybody or is this for this person? Yeah. That would be handy. Without me having to go out and go into a separate chat with that person and answer their question, which nobody else gives a shit about. And that's the problem. There's too much stuff that nobody else cares about yeah. in a group chat. Yeah. So in this one here, we're talking about a Michigan high school basketball team. They are very proud of the fact that they made the team at Notre Dame Prep School. Mm-hmm. And the coach said, you guys get in a group chat. You start bonding. I want lots of communication between you guys. So they put one person in charge of the group chat and they screwed it up. Uh-oh. One player in the group chat, his phone number was wrong by one number. And as you know, a phone number needs to be exact. There's no close enough with phone numbers. Right. So they added a stranger to the group chat. First message goes out, and they got a reply right away. Y'all meant to add me to this? You know who I am? Well, who wrote that? Oh, we screwed up, guys. Who is this person? And before I tell you who it is, I'm going to tell you everyone was skeptical. 
Everybody called bullshit. Nobody believed that this is who it was. But they asked, okay, sorry, obviously you're in the group chat by mistake. Who is this? Sean Murphy Bunting is also from Michigan. And the cornerback for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, the Super Bowl champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Oh my gosh. What are the odds of that? Like, okay, first, getting a wrong number, it can happen. But it happens to be a pro player. Champion player. A champion player uh-huh. of football in a sports te- text chat, basically. Yep. What are the odds of that, right? Wow. So they didn't believe him. So he sent a selfie. They're like, ah, oh, fuck off. There's no way. You could have just downloaded that picture from Google. We don't believe that's you. Get out of here. Well, Murphy Bunting was at work. So he's like, all right, let me show you around the Super Bowl champions locker room. He started taking them on a video tour around the locker room from Tampa Bay. And then just to make it perfect, who walks through the door? None other than Tom fucking Brady. Get out of town. That's incredible. Gronk was on the call, too. Oh, jeez. This high school basketball team uh. got a one-on-one half-hour chat and tour of the Buccaneers locker room from Tom Brady, Sean Murphy Bunting, and Rob Gronkowski. It doesn't get any better That's than that. Incredible. You know what dawns on me, though? What's that? So the kid who entered, who entered the numbers entered the number wrong. Yeah. Does that mean one poor, sorry, sad son of a bitch? whose number was entered wrong, wasn't even in on that group text when they got to all chat with him. He's like, what group text? What are you talking about? You guys talked to Tom Brady. The fuck? Oh, sorry. We fucked your number up and ended up talking to all these famous people. (laughs) Sorry you missed out, loser. (laughs) Like, imagine that feeling. I hope hope they added him in after. We're we're putting you on the practice roster. Yeah, (laughs) that's so rude. (laughs) We're saving a spot for Sean Murphy Bunting if he ever wants to come up and play a game. That's terrible. Uh, all right, you want to call Sandra here? Uh, one second. Before we do, America, fucking figure it out. Another school shooting yesterday. It was in Michigan, and this one, Kat, it was a 15-year-old. I, uh, this wasn't just some kid who had a bad day, went home and got his parents' gun. This was methodically methodically well-planned out. Sheriff's office, safe to come out. Yeah, he said safe to come out. Now we're not willing to take that risk right now. I can't hear you. We're not taking that risk right now. Okay, well, come to the door and look at my bag, bro. No. Yeah, bro. He said, no. he, said no. he said bro. Red flag. <laughs> Sorry, that was right before the news conference, but that was audio that was released. If you had a hard time figuring out what was happening there, allow me to explain. This fucking kid went to a door and he's he's a student there. He knows the lockdown procedure. He knows the hold mm-hmm. and secure procedure. Mm-hmm. And because he knew that, he pretended to be a cop outside the door saying, hey, it's the cops. It's safe. Come on out. Because he wanted them to come out and mow them down one by one as they did. Wow. Fortunately, those kids have been through enough lockdown drills that they know don't open that door. Yeah. Don't open the door. Yeah. What is Thank God. Three people killed. Tragedy. Could have been a hell of a lot worse. So thank God it was only three. But man, how does this keep happening I there? Know. It's horrible. Really, really bad. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. 
For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Okay, actually this is a good spot. Okay, let's get to Sandra Ziskin, Diamond and Diamond personal injury lawyers. Our personal lawyer. <laughs> the best. <laughs> she is the best. Hello. Morning, Sandra. How you doing? Good, guys. How are you? I've been talking so long. I know. I know. We are so, so, so happy that you can make time for us. I know how busy, what a busy person you are. You guys are opening I... up offices everywhere, which we're going to get to very soon. How have you been? And, it, and it's GTHL hockey season. So, it you is. know, between that and actually working for a living, it's, it's, it's a lot. And it's Hanukkah. And it's Hanukkah. Yes, and it's Hanukkah. That's happy right. Hanukkah. Thank you. Thank you so much. We have so many legal questions that come up on the podcast from time to time, and we always say to ourselves, oh, we should just call Sandra. And then we think, ah, fuck, it's way too early to call Sandra. She's a lawyer. She's got a lot of stuff on the go. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, no. For you guys, anytime, anytime. Uh, you're anytime. the best. Well, we do have a few situations that have come up, and we just sure. wanted to get a little bit of legal perspective from you on this. Yeah, this was an interesting one, and I'm sure it's 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 not new. Um, it surprised me, but there's someone who rented an Airbnb, and I think most people know how that works. It might be someone's property that they own, a cottage or whatever, and you get to rent it out for the week. It works well for both parties. You get to do that a little cheaper usually. So this, this group of people entered the residence and realized uh, there's some, like, Google cameras. They're on for sure. Um, they were pretty certain that they were all functioning, Plus, there's like a doorbell camera and everything. So they questioned, is that allowed? Because, I mean, I'm renting a property. And as far as I know, if this was a hotel, of course, they're not allowed to do that. They can't film you. Are If you are going to rent out your home, cottage, whatever it might be, on Airbnb, is that allowed, Sandra? So, okay. So Airbnb's rules are you can't have it in private areas. You can have not in like bathrooms or bedrooms, but you can have it in common areas as long as it's fully disclosed to the potential rentee. And they've now gone one step further, and there's now a pop-up that comes up when you rent saying, do you agree to being filmed? Because Mm -hmm. um, there were some cases in the U.S. where exactly like what you were saying, where people started seeing blinking lights and realized there was cameras in their bedroom. But at no time did Airbnb sanction. In fact, they specifically prohibited putting it in private places. So bedroom, bathroom, those areas. Mm. Oh, wow. I didn't even know. I just assumed, no, no cameras. But I guess as a property owner, I would want to be able to protect my property. Yeah, because, like, what if you have a burglar? Like, there are certain ones that are probably, you know, useful to have, especially on the outside, if there's a burglar or, God forbid, or something like that. But the idea is nothing in the house unless somebody specifically consents to it and definitely not even with consent in the bedroom or the bathroom. Okay. Wow, that is... Uh, I did not know that. I honest to God didn't know. You changing your uh, Christmas travel yes, plans, Kat? Yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> um, h- how are things with you guys at Diamond and Diamond? Every time I talk to you, you've got lots of g- big cases on the go. Yeah, it's we're super, super busy, probably busier than ever. Um, COVID hasn't really slowed us down, unfortunately, because... Um, I think it was a weird situation. Everyone said that they're not going to, uh, you know, get into an Uber or a taxi because of COVID. But drinking and driving all of a sudden came back in, in, big, in a big swing because they were drinking and getting in their own car because of COVID and getting in horrible accidents. 
Oh, mm-hmm. uh, is that something you can sue for? Like, uh, if somebody hits me and they're drunk, can I sue them personally? Uh, oh, absolutely, absolutely. The insurance will cover it. The insurance will cover it. Um, it's there's different nuances if they're they're convicted of, of drunk driving, but you're definitely covered. So if somebody uh, hits you drunk driving, high driving, driving while high is a big one that we're seeing a lot, lot more of, um, and that. It really, for me, just anecdotally, during uh, COVID, went way up, way up. Okay, one more thing, because the holidays are coming up, Mm -hmm. and they'll be here before we know it, and we're going to have people over, it seems like, unless this Omicron thing gets really out of hand. (laughs) Most people, I think, will still do something. I would think so. So here's the scenario. Somebody comes over, and, I don't know, they slip on my front step. Yes. They can sue me for that, right? A hundred percent. I did lawsuit against you coming as we speak, Scott. Okay. So Put the salt down, Scott. <laughs> what? Salt. Wait. What if I get someone like Dave over at my place who right. is, uh, and Dave will be there and he's eating the Thanksgiving dinner and he chokes on some mashed potatoes. Did I do anything wrong for not mashing the potatoes enough <laughs> or is this on Dave? No, no, no. Dave, Dave is an idiot. Dave. <laughs> 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 Fucking vegan. <laughs> that is fantastic. What is it? What is your number one most popular? I, I don't know how much you're allowed to say, but when it comes to personal injury, particularly once we switch over to winter months or even in December, do the cases seem to change as well? Is there like yeah, a common yeah. theme? What is it? So slip and falls definitely go up yeah. because it now becomes icy and snowy. Uh, what people have to remember is. It's actually a good point. So it's got to, people are coming over. Make sure you're salting and sanding. Mm-hmm. If you salt and sand and somebody still slips um, and you salt and sand in a reasonable way, like every few hours, like when there's new snowfall, et cetera, it will be very hard for them to prove that you're liable. But if you don't do anything and I invite you over to my house and you slip and fall, then that's my responsibility. Okay. That's good to know. Dave, did you learn everything you wanted to learn here? Yeah, just catching on on, the, on this last second here. <laughs> he was walking uh, by the door when you mentioned that. <laughs> yeah, so I think at this point, I think the safest thing is to not invite anyone to my house ever again. Is that is that what I'm uh, understanding here? Well, but uh, remember, uh, a male person is an invitee onto your premises. So if a male person slips and falls at your premises, if they deliver it still to your mailbox, if you have sort of the old-fashioned way and you didn't salt or sand, you're responsible. So there's other people that are deemed invitees on your property, and that would be one of them. Or uh, Amazon package delivery, Mm -hmm. DHL, we're all getting a lot more packages. So if you are getting packages to your door and you're not salting and sanding your walkway, you're responsible. It's all right. I find that my just likes to chuck it at my door from a distance, so I think I'll be okay. (laughs) Shot put your Amazon package. Pretty much. I wanted to know what the legalities are if I'm safe if I just put like a Tarzan rope at the bottom of my driveway and let them swing their way over the driveway that I haven't shoveled yet. Yes, yes, that's Court of Canada decision in Jane versus a Tarzan, and they said that that's completely fair. <laughs> okay, good. I will cite that. Of course, Kate. You you are off opening offices up um, like crazy, which is fantastic. Yeah. Congratulations! I saw Calgary for Thank sure. You. I know you're opening one in Miami as well. Any yeah. more that you want to mention, or any up and coming ones that you want to mention? You know what, Calgary? We were already opened. We opened up three more in Calgary. Uh, doing because we do real estate now and uh, commercial uh, residential real estate and, and small commercial litigation. You know, we're still like for the average everyday person. That's the type of law we want to be. We're not big Bay Street. We're not fancy fancy. We're just for the average everyday person. So those offices are there uh, to to get all of that. And Miami, it's because we have so much cross border. Um, it just sort of made sense to go to Florida. We have so many snowbirds, and they, mm-hmm. it's always 
complicated with the inter-jurisdictional between Canada and Florida. So uh, it just it just makes sense to open up there. I'm still trying to figure out how to open up an office in Miami for us. Yeah. yeah What's right. that happening, that. Dave? <laughs> right. And, and yes, by the way, where Jeremy is as we speak, he he, he volunteered to go to the Miami office. Oh, that oh, must have been a nice top, of him yeah, to do that. Top choice. I know. Clearly against his will. We really yeah. had to, you know, we had to just push him to go. He's working really hard. I can tell you that because he texted me the other day and asked if I wanted to come down and play golf. <laughs> <laughs> me a shot of him sipping from a coconut I'm, I'm I there may be a murder I may you might have to edit this out of the radio show <laughs> <laughs> that's great Sandra we love you thanks for your time anytime guys thank you so much Sandra is great. I really like her. Uh, and it is a total coincidence that Dave happened to be walking by the podcast studio when that That's happened. insane. one 800 hurt Did we mention that? No, but is you can reach Diamond and Diamond anytime. 800 hurt And then you can Google them. I've used Sandra for a few personal legal matters, and she is one of the most thorough, detailed lawyers you'll ever meet. I tell her, like, I'm, I kind of fangirl over her, to be honest with you. And it probably, she's a boss in bitch. Per- <laughs> honestly, because in person, it probably makes her, she's like, oh, thanks, Kat. But honestly, like, she is, she's so badass. She's yeah. one of the most hardworking women and mothers, and she's just such an amazing role model. I really, I'm just always just so impressed by her. Like, I'm in awe of her. Her kid's a hell of a hockey player, too. Yeah? I'll tell you that. Okay, Yeah, okay. that kid's going somewhere. You watch. Uh, anyway, Dave, how are you? I'm well, thank you. Yeah, I, I don't, it was like a, like a, like a homing device was going off or something like that. You could sense it. Those bastards are talking about me again. My ears are burning. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You are going to come back on Friday. And we should mention, by the way, Friday, another special guest on After 9, Cheryl Hickey from ET Canada is going to be on with Ed Sheeran. Uh, She sat down and did an interview, and there's a whole bunch of stuff she wants to promote. So Mm -hmm. Cheryl's great. She's going to come on. But Dave, you'll be on on Friday as well. And did you ever fly under the radar on that travel restrictions? Oh, like you got back my just in time. Nick, yeah. you, you planned that perfect. Without knowing you planned it perfectly, <laughs> yeah. you planned it It was perfectly. dumb luck, let's be honest. There yes, was no planning involved. Take it though, take it. Oh my God, yeah. I know, like we were, we were looking at it last night and reading the stories and going, I, we're so lucky we yeah. did. Like I, my wife's parents are away right now. They come back today and wow. now they have to go through the whole process. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's weird, right? Because normally it's like starting December the 15th, you're going to have to do this. This one was like right away. If we've got the tests and we've got the room, start it as soon yeah. as you can. So that's why Toronto starts today. It might be a couple more days before Vancouver and Calgary get it. But I'll be honest with you. I thought we learned the first time, but we didn't. The quarantine hotel is back. I was really hoping we'd never have to hear those words again. Yeah, I'm glad I don't have to quarantine hotel Thank up. Thank goodness. No, I, can I also just say this too? I got a lot of messages from people after the podcast on Friday that said, uh, thank you so much for your story. Now I feel a lot more confident about traveling and everything's good now. I was like yeah. an ambassador for they, the Dominican Republic on Friday. And now all of a sudden, now we get this <laughs> wrench thrown into the plans. And now people are like, what the hell, man? You said it was safe. We should have asked Sandra Ziskind if they can, if, if we can save uh, all Sue Dave now for booking trips this past weekend. Yeah. She'll say yes. You She'll say Dave. yes, you can. You can sue everybody for anything. I'll tell you, you don't want to be on the business end of a letter from Sandra Ziskin. Holy nope. shit. Nope. Um, okay, but quickly, Dave, before you go, the procedure when you come back to Canada, you had to get a negative test in Jamaica, or no, in Dominican, sorry. You flew back, you showed your negative test and your Vax passport, and then you got your bags, you went through customs, and you were gone. Mm-hmm. Now they're going to make you get tested also again when you land. Yeah. I'm thinking minimum... 90 minutes 
from plane to curb waiting for your pickup. But I'm thinking it could even be longer. Uh, maybe. Um, because they had kind of like um, like a snake line of people, and they were moving pretty fast. Like they had multiple testing stations, so it's not like one person standing there doing one person at a time. It went pretty quickly. My wife got selected for a random test. So what she had to do is... Did you what, leave her there? Uh, I did, yeah. yeah. I'm like, call Bye-bye. me up. Yeah. Let me know when you're done. Yeah, I'm going to go get a, uh, I'm going to go get a plant-based Whopper, and you let me know when <laughs> you're done, and I'll come back and get you. Um, yeah, hers was really quick, though. Uh, she went through the process that everyone's going to have to do now. It wasn't that bad, but I guess with the volume of everybody having to do it now, it may be a little bit longer. So you would just have to prepare for it. You know that moment on the plane when you've landed, a couple of assholes clap. Oh, I hate that. But you land... And you're just sitting there for like what feels like an eternity and there's people like waiting to grab their bags and you have to sit there. Why can't we just swap noses at that point? Why can't we just all do a test while we're sitting on our asses waiting now, anyway? That's an interesting idea, Kat. Why don't we just have the flight attendants go up and down the aisle jamming <laughs> shit up people's <laughs> no. noses? You know, why can't we certify them to do that job too, nope. and, and help us all out? Too tight. Not a good spot for it. I'll tell too you tight. where the perfect spot is for it. You just sit a nurse on the baggage carousel and she just <laughs> just goes around with yep. the bags. And, and rotates. And, and when you're going to pick up your bag, she just goes, oh, hang on. Boop. And like bops you in the nose with the Q-tip <laughs> and, and then boop. you're good. Yeah. And says it. I hope they say boop. And boop. And you're done. Yeah, that's <laughs> the perfect place to do it because that's where we're all standing around getting the most frustrated because we're right on the edge of oh my god they forgot my bags yeah and yeah. oh thank god when you finally see it come down the carousel you're like yay it's and a even win. though like you know no one else is gonna grab that bag you're still like elbow people get out of my way that's my bag yeah there's like a rush to get it and it's totally. like if you just took two steps to the left you'd get it yeah. just just fine you where there's wait. not a, a hall of people yeah. hanging around you i like I know that it's round and it just keeps going around and around. I like to stand right at the chute where it comes mm-hmm. on to that so that I don't have to wait a second longer than yeah. I, I, I should. I can see that. No bag on, on the conveyor belt for Scott. No, I'm just waiting for a bag that it looks nice <laughs> and I'll grab it. That's fine. Yeah. Oh, I got a juicy couture bag today. Nice. <laughs> and run. Yeah. You wouldn't believe the amount of fat farm that Scott has from the, from the, the airport over the years. <laughs> fat farm. It's fantastic. <laughs> and some Puma kicks. Yeah. They're great. A FUBU bag. Never seen one of those. <laughs> All right, Dave. Thanks for coming in. Yeah. We appreciate it. Uh, you're on the air right now, aren't you? <laughs> yes, I am. Oh, yeah. well, fuck it. It's not supposed to be, question mark? <laughs> I got to go. You're a team player, Dave. Cat, uh, quickly here. Let's hear from the transportation minister who, one of the knocks that they're putting on this guy and on the, the federal government in general, this is the opposition criticism. So keep in mind, it's opposition criticism and it's their job to oppose. Sure. Is that this whole thing came with no warning, just out of the blue, blindside. We're changing the rules, effective immediately, travel bans. If you've been to any of these 10 countries, you can't even come to Canada. Mm-hmm. The whole nine yards. They're saying they dropped it on us without any notice. And I don't know how else they expected it to be done, but here we go. So let's hear a little bit from the transport minister last night in a late night media availability. Our government continues to take unprecedented action to protect the health and safety of all Canadians by introducing measures to prevent COVID-19 and new variants of the various from being introduced and spread in Canada. We already have implemented layers of protective measures at our borders, including vaccination requirements, pre-departure PCR testing, and mandatory random testing. Today, to confront the Omicron challenge, we are taking additional action to prevent further importation and spread. Canadians and permanent residents who have been to any of the 10 countries that Minister Duclos listed, even those who are fully vaccinated, 
must be tested before entering Canada. Starting tonight, these tests cannot have been administered in any of the countries the minister named. This means... <laughs> so you've been to uh, Malawi or Zimbabwe or wherever. You're going to come back to Canada. You can't come direct. You have to go through a third country. And if you got your test in Malawi or Zimbabwe, it doesn't even fucking count. You've got to get tested in the third party country. So if you're a lot of flights, for example, will connect in like London or right. Frankfurt, places like that. Right. So if you're flying from, I don't know, South Africa to Toronto, you'll have to stop at one of the hubs in Europe, get off the plane, leave the airport if they don't have something in the airport, go and pay to get a test done come back once the test is negative you and that can take what a day two three sure days. It can then you board your flight to come back to canada and then you get tested again wow and if you don't have an acceptable place to self-isolate back to the quarantine hotel <laughs> listen to this guy that canadians will need to stop and obtain valid results in a third country before entering canada hmm. upon entering canada these travelers with a right of entry will be tested again and required to wait in a designated quarantine facility until the result of their day one test result is known. If the test result is negative, vaccinated travelers can then follow their quarantine plan and isolate until they receive results of day eight test. Unvaccinated travelers... Wait, until they get the results of their day eight test? Hang on a second. Let me back that up because I missed that huh? detail last night. Let, let's listen to that again. Upon entering Canada, these travelers with a right of entry will be tested again and required to wait in a designated quarantine facility. Quarantine hotel. Until the result of their day one test result day, is known. Day one test. But if the test result is negative, vaccinated travelers can then follow their quarantine plan and isolate until they receive results of day eight test. Day eight test. Mm -hmm. So you have to, so if I go to Europe or the Caribbean and I come back to Canada and I am fully vaccinated, I'm allowed to leave as long as my test is negative or I have to self-isolate until the test is negative. Until the test comes until back. Until it comes back negative. And then if it's negative, you're okay. But did he also say I then have to self-isolate until my day eight test comes yeah, back? Yeah, that was a confusing part. Does that mean you have to take two tests technically? They, they want you to take one again seven days after that? Yeah, so you'd get tested at the airport yeah. and then they give you one to take home. You've got to uh, courier Submit it. that. <laughs> That's too much work. No, I had to Isn't do it, it when I crossed at a land crossing. That's too much work. This company called Switch Health. Switch Health is set up at all the borders and airports, and they are making so much fucking money yeah. right now. It is crazy. I, I, I just want to hear that one more time in the name of clarity. Let's hear that again. These tests cannot have been administered in any of the countries the minister named. This means that Canadians will need to stop and obtain valid results in a third country before entering Canada. Upon entering Canada, Here we go. these travelers with a right of entry will be tested again and required to wait in a designated quarantine facility until the result of their day one test result is known. Okay, so okay. that Fair. means so, Fine. You, you, so you get tested at the airport. Was he saying there that you have to wait at a designated quarantine facility until you get the results from that test at the airport? From that test at the airport that is approved by us. 
correct? So from that other country. Is that correct? No, I think this is the test you got when at you the land? airport when you land. So that means a day or two in the quarantine well, hotel. What happens to the test that you got at the airport? Because don't you have to wait for that one? That's at that the one other I think, airport, I mean. Oh, that the one you would country. need to even get on the plane to come here. Okay. God, this is a lot of too many things. Right. So let's hear the day eight thing again. That's the one I'm confused yeah. about. So if I get tested at Pearson, I have to go to the quarantine hotel until I get the results. Right. Is what he seemed to be saying there. And then I can go home if it's negative and I'm fully vaccinated, but I can't leave self-isolation until I get my day eight test results back because that's going to be minimum 10 days away. Let's hear him say it one more time. If the test result is negative, vaccinated travelers can then follow their quarantine plan and isolate until they receive results of day eight test. I didn't wow. get that last night. That wow. Are you hearing the same thing I am yeah, there? Yeah, day that eight test, yes. If I, you come back to Canada, you must self-isolate until you get the results of your day 10 te- or your I day eight test. I can see if I can find more clarity on that, but wow. Um, Maybe he was wrong there last night. Maybe they've amended it. I don't know, but this isn't exactly a ringing endorsement for vaccination. Vaxxed or not, doesn't matter. Well, I mean, I hear what you're saying. From a travel point of view, yes. But we all know that, look at the hospital numbers as we've been talking about. It's it's doing that much at least. Because you know we'd be on lockdown if it wasn't for it. You know we'd be on lockdown right now if it wasn't for those vaccines. Well, it still might happen. It could. It could. I really hope not. I hope we can manage to truck our way through this without it. Like, come on, please. Until they know more about this. You know, I didn't like him at first, but I actually do kind of like this Omar guy. He did an interview last night with Evan Solomon, and he was actually fairly forthcoming. He answered questions, and he said when he didn't know the answer, but he'll get back to them. And he did say, hey, listen, we decided this at the cabinet meeting today. An hour ago, that finished. No, we don't even have the technical brief written yet. Like, this is just breaking now. Like, they put this shit in place quick. Yeah, they did. How come they can't act on everything so quickly, though? Like, I'm okay with them acting quickly on it. I do feel for those who had those travel plans in place before that thought, everything's good, everything's fine, and now they're hit with this. It sucks. The one thing, just back to, because I do want to clarify, I'm not trying to shit on vaccines, but one thing I will say about this is it scares me when they're no longer drawing a distinction between the vaxxed and unvaxxed. The whole point, they said, of getting vaxxed is that you can get back to your normal life. And if there's any restrictions that are on non-vaxxed people, that they're also going to slap on vaxxed people. I think that sends the wrong message about these vaccines. So, But let- then what if we sneak in this variant, just to be devil's advocate, because I hear what you're saying, and that worries me too. But what if we're sneaking sneaking in, I, I will use that term, even though it's probably not the right one, this variant in large groups. We know that you can still catch COVID if you got the vaccine. Yeah. Everybody knows this. Yeah, they should. So you could have that variant. So you think that you should go without any of the t- extra testing if you come from one of those countries just because you're vaccinated, even though you could still be sneaking that Omic- Omicron v- variant all over the place? The Omarion variant. The Omarion? Yes. The, the, the P2K variant? Yes, that's what it that is. One? That's what we're going to call Love it Love it when the body go bump, bump, bump. bump. No, I think that, uh, listen, these politicians are in a tough spot, and I get that because they know that they sold us all a bunch of shit, and now we know that the vaccination doesn't prevent you from catching it. It doesn't stop you from spreading it. They just have to live with this fact without actually promoting that fact. Mm. And I think that what he's saying there today is probably accurate. Yeah, vaxxed or not, you have to be tested. Mm -hmm. Where I think they went wrong here is 
putting any restrictions or these heavy-handed restrictions on fully vaccinated people because that just makes people ask, well, then why the fuck did I get vaccinated? If it's going to interfere with my travel, if I can still catch it and spread it, and now if there's not even a perk for being fully vaxxed, then I'm not sure what the point was. And and they kind of do have a point to raise that objection. They did say to us, take the vaccine and your life can go back to normal. Those who are unvaxxed, they're going to face a lot of restrictions. They, I mean, they didn't say it, but they certainly did encourage it. I wouldn't say they wouldn't. They didn't say those words, but you're right. They made they did lead us in that direction. I think that if you're fully vaxxed and I'm not even opposed to the test, it's going to be long. It's going to be inconvenient. People are going to be frustrated. There's going to be fights and people passing out in the lines and all sorts of shit. Uh, Dave said it, it might not. It probably won't take 90 minutes. I think there's going to be scenarios, particularly Christmas week, where there's someone who lands at 1 p.m. and doesn't get out of the airport till four. Yeah. Three hours. How many people do, are traveling this Christmas? And I know it's less than normal. I know that. But I am wondering how many are going, oh, snap, about their Christmas plans because they had planned to go away and they thought everything would be fine. How many people are getting married in yeah. January and February? Mm-hmm. And even if you're still going to go, if I was a guest at your wedding, mm-hmm. I would probably say, you know, I'm not doing any traveling right yeah. now. Because one of the other things he said last night is that Canadians need to know these restrictions could change at any time, at any minute. Mm-hmm. So you may decide, oh, it's perfectly fine to, I'm going to go to Greece and, and enjoy Europe and the sunshine. It's going to be great. You might get to Greece and find out Greece is in a shitty way and you can't get home. Leak. That could happen. Ugh. They may at the very no notice, mandatory, anybody coming to Canada has to go to the quarantine hotel until you've got the results of your day eight test. So 10 days. They could do that. They could do anything. Mm. All of this is moving very, very quickly to the point where the the minister himself can't even say what's going to happen a week from now or two weeks from now. He doesn't even know because we don't know what's coming. Right. But with the Vax thing, I do think that the compromise here to not take away credibility from vaccines would have been if you're fully vaxxed, no matter what, vaxxed or unvaxxed, you have to get tested. But if you're fully vaccinated... You, we know, are at minimal risk of occupying hospital space. So you can go just self-isolate at home until you get the results Mm -hmm. of this test that we're doing right now. And assuming it's negative, you go on with your life. You don't need to do a day eight. Even if you do do the day eight test, you don't have to self-isolate or quarantine unless we can actually, with a test, say that you've got it. And if we can't and you're fully vaxxed, there's no fucking reason at all for there to be restrictions. I could talk about this all day, but we've already gone long. So we're going to wrap it up. Yeah. Thank you to Sandra Ziskin, Diamond and Diamond Personal Injury Lawyers for coming on today. We always love Sandra. Thank you for Dave. Vegan. Chokes on his mashed potatoes. Real fucked up. Appreciate your time, Dave. (laughs) That was great. Dave will also be back on Friday. Cheryl Hickey from ET Canada is going to be on Friday. I don't know what's going on tomorrow, but it's asking a lot for us to plan that far in advance. Yeah, come on, man. What do you think this is? Do you know what you're doing at work tomorrow? (laughs) Do you? You got a plan? You got the whole day mapped out? Neither do we. Have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow. Pfizer and Moderna both say that they're already working on vaccines for the Omicron variant, while uh, Johnson & Johnson is cheering them on. In Canada right now, there's a nationwide shortage of maple syrup, for real. And it's a big thing. You know who the biggest consumer of syrup is? Is us. We buy 60% of Canadian syrup. They make 73% of syrup in the world. We buy 60% of it. It's like they opened a donut shop next to a Jenny Craig. They know we can't resist. And they... Hey, I saw that a new study said that babies start to develop a sense of humor after one month.
It's pretty obvious when your baby's like, what's the deal with naps? What am I so tired from? All I did before this was sleep. Everyone's starting to decorate for the holidays, so the FAA is warning people not to shine laser light displays into the sky. The pilots are actually fine with the lasers. It's the emotional support cats on board that go nuts. It's like... The After 9 Podcast is powered by Tony Johal. Broker at REMAX Twin City. Your home sold guaranteed or he'll buy it. Canada may be known for its landscapes and friendly people, but beneath the surface lies a darker side of crime, history, and the paranormal. Since 2017, the award-winning Dark Poutine podcast has explored the shadowy corners of the Great White North and beyond, delivering chilling tales from a uniquely Canadian perspective. Hosted by Mike Brown and Matthew Stockton with over 300 episodes and fresh releases every Monday, Dark Poutine is your weekly ticket to the creepier side of Canada. Listen to Dark Poutine on Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts.